He must be great at the one-legged poses in yoga. That's all I have to say. Welcome to a more Philly Union a podcast where we swear to talk about the Philly Union, the whole Philly Union, and nothing but the Philly Union, with as few digressions as possible, so long as Apple TV will let us. I'm one of your hosts, <laughs> Paul. And we're off. Sorry, go ahead, Paul. I'm Paul. I'm C. And I'm Eric. And this is a more Philly Union. So, um, yeah, housekeeping this this uh, this week is is all about uh, Apple TV, which is is now been dubbed Crapple TV around here. <laughs> a special Crapple TV episode of a more so, Philly Union. Yeah, I mean, I was actually lucky enough to watch watch the game live, and <clears throat> while I was disappointed that I had to deal with, you know, the the uh, the surprisingly Homerish Mon- Montreal uh, announcers on the Apple TV. Um, I wasn't able to bring up the the local feed. You guys appear to have had a lot more trouble with it than I have. Yes, indeed. We are back to the days before VCRs, before DVRs, before anything, um, because we still, it's Tuesday as we record, and we still have no option for a full game replay. We can see a quick recap, which, by the way, you can also see for free on YouTube. For free um, on YouTube. Yep. So, um, but no, uh, despite more than an hour and a half on um, support with Apple on um, some about a half an hour on support with our, uh, the maker of our television. Um, you prayers little, <laughs> we don't want to bring them into this little, no little uh, lit incense and, you know, dancing in the backyard under the full moon. Um, actually it's a new moon, but still no, it's, we still don't have it um, as of Tuesday. So um, that's annoying. Um, uh, yeah. Not... And, 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 you know, I know that I had trouble watching a recap the following day. I couldn't pull it up on the uh, the PlayStation app. In fact, yesterday when I checked, I still didn't have access to it. Looking at my phone now today, because I do have an iPhone, it does appear that I can see a version of a game with a 90-minute you know, version of the game with an English broadcast. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I haven't really watched it yet. Like you, I've just watched the recap since the actual game. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> So very frustrating. If we flex our our minuscule amount of 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 uh, internet presence, I'd be curious if anybody else is using uh, Apple TV if they're having any issues. I'd be curious because we were not. This is, actually, this is not a deliberate choice. We're not really an Apple household, and we seem no. to be at a disadvantage, um, both just getting stuff to stream, but also whenever we did call. Um, the fine folks at Apple TV tech support, they were like, oh, you know, can you, do you have a Apple product or an Apple device? It's like, no, we don't. Um, so, so all of these support options were not available to yeah. us as a result. And the, he, he was, he was perfectly nice. He was trying. He clearly had no clue um, mm-hmm. about this MLS package. I don't think they've been very well informed. I mean, he, he, I shouldn't say no clue. He knew it existed. So credit where it's due. Um, but uh, he did say slash let slip that they've been getting a lot of calls about problems with this, which was both disheartening and comforting at the same time. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if other people are having this issue, um, you know, it's kind of nice to know we're not the only ones dealing with this. And, uh, you know, if you happen to be listening and you want to 
shoot us an email at um you know let us know join my text campaign or yeah. not text twitter campaign Twitter campaign um, so, so to, just to give you those those addresses it is amore philly union at gmail.com and uh, our twitter address is amore philly you that's correct at twitter so you know please reach out tag us on it if you're if you're also uh having issues with apple and you're using your your twitter account feel free to hashtag us or or, or you know uh, let us know that you know that we're not alone yes <laughs> yes uh, if nothing else the moral support would be great exactly i mean can you imagine a more philly fan response at least we suffer together <laughs> i know that's right i know yeah that's that, that's the uh subhead for a lot of what we do yeah. so anyway yeah but so. i mean to be fair if there was a game you were going to miss or have trouble <laughs> watching this actually isn't a bad one to have missed um, because you know, Union almost, in some ways, or frustratingly, looked like the Union of old in giving up a, a, a lead and 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 snatching defeat from the jaws of victory, mm-hmm. losing three to two at Montreal. I think it's also a case of the the wheel has turned from the the soccer gods because now, you know, I we'll get more into it, but you know, we got a red card in this game, mm-hmm. and that's you know, yeah, um, that. Uh, yeah. allowed the score to go the way it did um so you know while the gods smiled upon us what two games in a row or uh, or at least two games this season so far where the team we play got red card um red cards it, the wheel has turned and we got our comeuppance um but yeah yeah there's but- definitely a bit of that um you know the the, the union gave up a, a a penalty kick in the first two minutes, and I think it was the second minute of the game. Second minute, ball goes off of Mbizo's foot, off of Glessness's hand. It's rightly called a handball in the box. They, t- they you know, I think that was Kyoto who stepped up and took the goal and mm-hmm. put it past Bendik. I mean, it really there isn't a whole lot to complain about, even as a Philly fan. Yeah, it went off. I, I think it went off of him by his foot before it went off of Glessness's hand. So I thought it did I, too. I, I question whether or not he really had an opportunity or a, a realistic possibility of getting his arm out of the way. But at the same point, you know, if your bo- if your arm is out in your, in the box away from your body and it goes off of it, you're going to get called for a handball a lot of those times. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a nice PK. I mean, he just, it was just, laser of a shot i think in the upper left corner you know so uh you know uh credits do what credits do i guess but i suppose it was it was not the you know not the best opening 120 seconds no i i very quickly i stand by my opinion that uh uh handball is is just an opening for tomfoolery on the part of the uh um refereeing staff uh if not um i have my opinions on how that should be handled and i uh, don't know that uh well they don't share mine my opinions i guess uh, i don't know <laughs> well you know you, you can ask any any fan what the hand handball rule should be and you'll get a different one right almost like we should do a quick round the table like what do you count which should be a handball you know just anything that touches a hand yeah. or 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 is it got to be like a deliberate like I'm going to smack the ball out of the way. Deliberately. There has to be intent for yeah. me, for intent. me, for me. There has to be some kind of intent. Now it could be, it could be just a reaction. It could be, I, you know, something uh, that they 
you know, you reach out and you smack it, not thinking, of, mm. although if you are a professional soccer player, you would think you would have overcome that instinct at some point. Um, but, Smacking, headbutting. But something, yeah. no, but I'm just, I'm saying there should be intent behind it. If the ball hits you in the arm, come on. But I realize that it's open for interpretation. But so then that said, like I've said before, as long as it's consistent interpretation throughout the game, that's the second best mm-hmm. answer for me. So, yeah, and I would, I would, I would say that there's no great way to to to, to officiate this. I agree that it's optimally, and and I think if, you know originally the the intent was that if you if you're trying to play the ball with your hand in some way, that's that's where it comes down. Yeah um now what exactly that means because as a defender you know if you leave your ball your your arm kind of hovering outside your body giving yourself another foot of width or two feet of width that's arguably that you're trying to use that to your advantage now if the ball goes off your hand there and you're making yourself bigger i could see it this particular one it was a chicken wing effect you know oh, absolutely situation his hand he was moving across the box his arm was just out in a natural motion mm-hmm I would agree that that really wasn't a handball. Now, if the referee hadn't called it a handball, he probably would have gotten mobbed by both the Montreal players and their fans that would have stormed the field. But um, in in a lot of ways, he wasn't trying to make himself bigger. He was just moving in a natural manner. Um, So I would have, I knew it was going to get called a handball as soon as it bounced off of him. It wasn't, it was just going to happen, but I'd be okay with them letting those sorts of ones go. Um, yeah. It reminded me a bit of um, whatchamacallit, Wagner's uh, non handball call against, uh, crud, I forget which team last year, where he went sliding, his ball, his arm, you know, in, in, the, in, in the motion of his slide, his arm drifted away from his body and the ball went off of his arm. The referee didn't call that a handball. I thought mm-hmm. that was fair. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't think of any that the union had go off of a hand that didn't get called for a handball just off the top of my head, but I'm sure it's happened. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, so, I mean, I'd be okay for a more lenient view on, on mm-hmm. handball calls, um, you know, and letting it play more um, just because it, 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 it kind of does break the game in some way. Interesting. Was, well, I was saying interesting enough about Wagner. I remember watching the, the replay right before the the Glesnes handball call because um, Wagner was covering. Uh, I don't know who it was from Montreal on. And here's another question: I, When you say left or right side, is it always relative to that team's goal? Like, so this is this would be coming down the Union's left side, Montreal's right side. Um, so going into the Union's left corner. And Wagner was covering that guy and he crossed it and, you know, went out in front of the goal box and then the handball. But um, so that's one question. What's your what's your uh, convention for defining left and right side of the field? Um, but also um, I'm just noting Wagner was doing the whole uh, Butler double hands behind the back kind of mm-hmm. coverage of that mm-hmm. of that uh, Montreal player. And uh, and yeah, I almost wonder if they like have practice sessions where they're going to run. Oh, around they absolutely there. do. I have their no hands doubt tied behind their backs, literally. You know, I don't know that they necessarily tie their hands behind their backs, but I'm sure that they're that the uh, defenders are trained. Keep mm-hmm. your hands back. Keep your hands back. Keep yeah. your hands back. Yeah. So. He must be great at the one-legged poses and yoga. That's all I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, you mentioned being mobbed by angry um, Montreal fans. If I have to choose 
a city or area whose fans to be mobbed by, I will take French Canadians. With no, that is not a cut. That is not disrespect. I will just take the French Canadians. I think it'd be a fairly respectful. And I wouldn't understand what they were saying to me because I don't speak French. And I think that you have the higher probability that of the things being hurled at you, some of that might actually be poutine, which case. Correct. I would take it. <laughs> win. Win. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean. Um, yeah, Paul. You're I don't know if we want to go down all the bad parts of this game before we look at the good. There's not a ton of good on this one. Um, but yeah, that that the I mean the, the big shift was Carranza's second yellow card. And yeah. in all honesty, it was completely unnecessary. I don't know if Carranza was tired after playing as much as he has, because he's been pretty much on the field the entire t- season for the for the union. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just didn't need to make that play. It was on their their half of the field. He was late to a challenge and he did not need to put a foot there. I have a question. What was the first yellow card? Because again, we only were able to watch the seven minute recap. So I know I saw the the foul for the yellow, which we can talk about that as well. But what was his first yellow card? Persistent infringement. He had been all over the field. He'd been talking back to the ref. He'd been getting in it into it with some of the Montreal players. He was playing a good game. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. He was playing physical like mm-hmm. you expect Carranza to do. He, he's really good at that that uh, reverse pressing that they do where the, the first line of defenses are two forwards. Um, but he, you know, he was making a nuisance of himself and then he started making a nuisance to, to the, to the referee. And then he, I can't remember if it was a push or he got a bit of somebody's ankle and the referee basically pointed around the field and gave him a yellow card for persistent infringement. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I needed a few more angles on the second yellow, but it looked like a light yellow to me. I mean, I've seen if he had, you know, if it had been a tackle or stepped on the guy or, you know, I understand, you know, it's going for the person and not the ball or overstepping and and that kind of thing. But he didn't, I've I've seen much worse body checks. I, I don't know. I just, I, I imagine it's more of a principle thing than how I already hit him, but it, it just didn't seem like that. I much. can't remember. Did he actually get him with a bit of the, with a bit of the spikes in that play? Uh, From what I saw, if he did, it was minimal. Yeah. Uh, but again, I like, we, I didn't have a bunch of angles. It kind of looked like he just, he missed the ball and he kind of, his momentum carried him into the other player, but not even as hard as other things I've seen that haven't gotten penalized as much. But mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think uh, the way it kind of looked to me was if that was his first foul in the game, I could see the ref kind of giving him a warning, you know. But since no. he already had a, a yellow card, and, he, and again, it was I, like his thirteenth foul of the game. I mean, so maybe the ref just had uh, enough of them. Also, I could see the ref being threatened by his handsomeness. So uh, and so, <laughs> yeah. It's like when they give someone an Oscar just because they've been in the industry for so long, they yeah yeah. <laughs> So yeah, yeah but- after Carranza gets his second yellow, um, you know, Curtin does make some subs. He ends up pulling Bedoya and um, who else was it? I forget. He put he put uh, Perea on. He put uh, Donovan on. He put Damian Lowe on. You know, they kind of switched to a five back, which uh, I think honestly confused things. Mm. I don't think they understood exactly how to play 
with three center defenders in that in that last 20 minutes of that game. And it just seemed like that that led to a lot of confusion, in particular that last goal, that Kyoto goal, uh, that, um, I mean, Mbizo just got th- thrown to the ground uh, uh, fairly. Let me be clear. Kyoto just played it really well. Yeah. But there was no other center defender over there helping to support. Did the curtain make these subs after the union were up to one? Correct. They were up two to one. And then Carranza got his second yellow, got sent off. And that's when Jim, it looked like he was going to be making subs anyway, but he changed which subs he put in. And he first he put Donovan and uh, Perea on. And then a little bit later, he put on Damian Lowe. Okay. Uh, with respect to the the union goals, that first goal, I, I um, so pretty. It was because so nice they put the pressure on Montreal's defense. They did a well. They did a poor job clearing the ball. Well, they didn't Montreal clear did a poor job. Montreal did a poor job. Yeah, not getting the ball there, and then we quickly got the turnover. It was like one, two, three passes, just quick, quick, quick triangles, triangles, triangles. Goal. Yeah, it was just so nice to see. And in all honesty, Gazdog made that goal happen. Like yeah. if you watch that goal, Gazdog makes a great, great run into the center of the box <clears throat> as Aura is getting swamped by four four Montreal players. Two of them have to kind of slow up <clears throat> because Gazdog's making a run into the middle of the box. And even the goalkeeper, you can see he, he cheats to his left because he expects Aura to leave off the pass. Mm-hmm. And then that finish was really amazing from Bora, mm-hmm. to be able to cut it and hit it with that much power yeah. off balance and into that corner was, that was really amazing. Yeah. And in that second goal too, um, uh, I, I could feel your voice inside my head, you know, that the union stopped the Montreal attack and quick transition, right. <laughs> or it was already running up the field. They, they lobbed the ball up to him and he did a great job keeping the ball out in front of him. Like it's always that, that nice edge. You don't want the ball too far away from you, and or or and and you don't want it crowding at your feet where you have to slow down and there's defenders on your heel catch you. And he did such a great job just just keeping that ball that five you know five to ten feet out in front. And it was just I think I heard the announcer say it was just absolutely clinical to finish. Just you know you just yeah open up your hips inside of the foot right far, you know, far post keep it on the ground and yeah. yeah. Nothing a keeper can do when it's down low like that. They can't drop fast enough to get to the ground. And only a handful of keepers in the world could get a kick save anywhere close to stopping that yeah. shot. Yeah. It was so well taken. Yeah. yeah. I mean, anyway, hey, we're, a bro- you know, finally got a couple of goals to start the season. Yep. We we're all waiting for it. It took them, what, this is our fourth MLS game. So, yep. yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it's great to see it. Hopefully he can continue now. Yeah. Got that monkey off his back. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, he and Gazdog can just and Carranza, the three of them, can just cycle. Uh, you, you go, you score. Now you score. That's like I've already had two. Okay, thanks. Well, I'll. I mean, we only heard part of the commentary since again recap, but um, they did say on his second goal that that was quality. Yeah. Philadelphia's slash his quality on yeah. display, which you know they really feel seemed to subtly imply that we were the team that the better team at least until at least until the red card but yeah and and, you know like you said earlier credit to montreal for the goals they did score Uh, you know it was it was 
it was an uphill battle for them. Even two one down, you know, two, being down two to one, even with a man advantage against the Union, is not a guarantee. And to no. put two on the Union in twenty minutes is impressive. Yeah. Um, you know, Kyoto really just decided to put that team on his back in a lot of ways and played well. And um, you know, I know that Mbizo got knocked to the ground on that third goal, and he he felt it was a foul. But I watched it, and it. I, I was perfectly fine with that not being a foul. Yeah. If anything, I think he just needed one of those third, one of those three center backs to be over there helping him. Yeah. Uh, I never realized how powerful Kyoto was. Like his shoulders are massive. That man looks like he spends a lot of time in the gym. He's a big boy. So did Kyoto and Aura they they both got braces in the game? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Kyoto got the penalty kick and then the game winner. And I forget who got the second goal for Montreal. Uh, uh, what was it? Ofer, Ofer, O F F O R. Yeah, that was that yeah. that header that went off the crossbar and a scramble, and then he That's came right. in and yeah. put it in. That actually, That's, that was a little. Odd. You want to talk about that? Well, yeah, uh, the of, double VAR, the double VAR, yeah, double VAR. I, first time I've seen double VAR, and I I was just watching the timestamp. Um, you know, it was a full minute and twenty seconds. Um between calling it back and then going back to check again and and uh or man 10 seconds i'm sorry uh going back to check again and and reinstating the goal so i i didn't understand what was being seen um there i mean they did show oh, that from plenty of so angles, so but... i know you just didn't, you saw the recap mm-hmm. so from what it looked like they first var replay was kind of tight in on the on mm. the goal mouth so they could see that there weren't any defenders back far enough. Mm-hmm. But then as they, you know, after he called called no goal, as they did another replay, he realized Wagner was down in the corner with his arms up. So, you know, he was the one who ended up being the one defender keeping everybody on side. Uh, but they didn't see Wagner uh, on the sideline because the first couple of picture uh, videos that they watched seemed to be too zoomed in on the center of the field yeah. and didn't catch Wagner on the side of the field. Okay. Wow. That makes more sense. So like like a like a rainbow. It was a double VAR. You yeah. don't see them very often. Whoa! That's double rainbow. Double VAR. Yeah. So it's so annoying. <laughs> yeah, and then just. Yeah, I mean, as one one person I was reading or listening to pointed out, you know, at the end of the day, you want VAR to get it right. Sure, and you know, by the letter of the law, that got it right. Yeah, so yeah, it is what it is. Got to credit them for it, and uh, yeah, uh, on the whole, very disappointing loss. I was glad to see Aura get on the on the field on the on the score sheet. Mm -hmm. Um, Really looked good. The Union really. We're taking it to Montreal. I mean, even after being a man down, I didn't think that they got played off the field. Mm-hmm. Montreal just made the most of what they had, what opportunities they had, and the Union didn't sh- stop them well enough. I, I would actually say that I was, I was impressed with Perea and Donovan as as substitutes. Both of them knew what their job was to get it up the field and try to do their best to keep it in Montreal's half as much as they could. And I felt they did pretty decent at it. Um, yeah. And on the whole, so let's not belabor it. I think we've already spent yep. about twenty minutes on a game that you guys haven't yet actually been able to watch. <laughs> a game that we lost that we didn't watch. So let's not spend too much time. Yeah. And so. Um, 
Next up, though, is this weekend. Yeah, this weekend they're at home against Orlando on the 25th. Orlando. Um, You know, there's part of what we can talk about later is all the all the international call ups. So the union are going to be down at least two starters. Right. um, Plus plus Blake. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're going to definitely be seeing some, some rotation in the squad this weekend for against Orlando, but which, I got to like our chances against Orlando. I don't know about you guys. Well, which, which players are we losing for international? Duty? Well, Blake's out Blake, for injury. Sure. God's dog's out for Hungary. Oh. Martinez is out for Venezuela. That's okay. Right. Um, That's right. And then mm-hmm. there's a couple of others that like Damian Lowe is out for, which one is he? Jamaica, Jamaica, okay. and then another another backup player, um, Richard Odada, mm. is called up for Kenya. Okay. Do so, we know what uh, what Orlando's uh, attrition is going to be? Or I don't. I don't. Yeah. No, I don't. Um, They'll probably lose a few though. Yeah, it's a home game too, so that's always, home game. That always seems to at least help. I, I, it just still baffles me that we have so many problems on the road. But I mean, do we even ask, need to ask C? I mean, she's just sticking 2-1. 2-1. Oh, it's 2-1. 2-1, one, one, baby. 2-1 <laughs> until it happens, and then I'll change it. Um, yeah, right? It's kind of... We we angered the soccer god somehow, and they they took a retribution against us with that red card. Hopefully that, that appeases their, their bloodlust, and uh, we can get back to doing our our thing here um i know orlando i i listed their kind of their record so far it's they're off to a fairly tepid start you know i mean the union currently at sixth place orlando is in ninth i believe um they've only uh won one game so far and and rightfully so against uh, red bulls mm-hmm. um and then they drew against cincinnati they drew against dc uh, and they lost to charlotte um last weekend so you know uh yeah i don't know i'm going to 3-1 win for the union Ooh, myself coming in hot yeah i i think playing at home being frustrated after that last game yeah um and yes they're not going to have carranza they're not going to have gosh dog but i think that you know torres is going to get the start I think mm-hmm. um Oro's going to be playing i think that uh donovan will be on the it all I think Torres is going to play in the Gage Dog spot, but uh, you know, there's there's some other options. So Jim could put out a couple of different formations or different uh, personnel setting sets for 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 those four four two. Um, so yeah, I, I think that there's going to be some some people players out there trying to prove some things. So I do think they'll give up a goal, um, but I think they'll they'll end up winning three one. Yeah, uh, who do you think? Or how will they address like you know like Martinez being not in the field? Uh, different. Well, they got they've got others that can fill that spot. Flock can spill that uh, fill sure. that spot. Bueno can fill that spot. They've they've run with two defensive midfielders where they have like a, def- a defensive midfielder like Martinez or Flock or Bueno, and then mm-hmm. next to them is Jack McGlynn. and that gives Jack mm-hmm. a little bit more space. To distribute the ball mm-hmm. it's kind of a modified four two three one formation and jack has a really what was the one phrase i heard a really cultured left foot 
He can <laughs> really pass the ball well with his left foot and <laughs> he can spray it all over the field on a dime. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, 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 it could be really pretty out there for the union. Yeah. Cultured left foot makes it sound Cult- like he has athletes, foot. yeah, unfortunately, but Definitely I'm glad it has a better teams. meeting than that. Yeah. Um, so Chrissy, you're going to stick with your two, one. I'm sticking with two, one. Yeah. Just, <laughs> I think we're going to win. Uh, I think we're going to win. Um, you know, just to do something maybe a little bit different, uh, I'm going to say, because I, I don't know what what Orlando's bringing to the table, right? If what players are, are they are missing due to international right. uh, call-ups. Call right. um, I don't know. I'm going to say, <laughs> did you just type in 5-0? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on the shared Google Doc, I can just see this green <laughs> cursor moving around, and next to my name, I just saw now it's twenty five nil. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I would love to. Yeah. Okay. Now we're getting silly. Um. Um. Yeah. Right. I feel like whenever there's a flux of players in and out, and you know, it's not the usual crew on the field, it it often you know increases the likelihood of of a team scoring. Um. But, um, you know, just do a little bit different. I'm going to go 2 0 Union. I think, you know, our defense is going to, you know, hold. We're going to do that, you know, again, to keep learning these new phrases and, 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 uh, what's the saying, right? Uh, uh, good artists copy, great artists steal. So I'm just going to, they're going to play that, that transition style, you know, um, not worrying about possession. Stop the attack, quick transition play to try to score. So I'm gonna say two nil uh, union. Um right. maybe three nil. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little conservative. I'm gonna say two nil. Yeah, I had meant to type in two nothing there. I just <laughs> was using the number key and accidentally hit the five or the number pad and hit the five above it. Uh, so I was trying to predict your prediction. Didn't quite yeah. get it there. You gotcha. Well, hopefully the uh the soccer gods make the same mistake. There you go. Yeah, you know, or the, the or the uh, the MLS writers make the same mistake. What do you got? Christy's got some. Don't know if you guys saw, but again, we're recording on Tuesday. Glesnes has been signed until 2025. Good. With an option for 2026. Mm-hmm. Good. And I did see that online, but I would also like to shout out to my mom for sending me the union news. Uh, my my <laughs> pretty much main news source. Sometimes she does beat me to the punch, which is Go Nancy. Uh, hysterical. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so uh, pretty much get everything union from her. Um, uh, Field reporter Nancy. Also like to, um, this is news mostly for us, but um, it's a news and a thank you um, to the Sons of Ben and to um, uh, Philly Soccer Now, formerly Brotherly Game, for following us on Twitter. Thank you. Thank you very much. You very- um, please tune in uh, when you can. And um, just today, I don't know if you guys may have seen that um, the cast of Ted Lasso was at the White House um, promoting mental health um, and mental health awareness, I guess. Um, so uh, they did sort of a little bit where the reporter from the show, Trent Krim, Trent Krim uh, was in the audience and asked a question and 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 uh, did a whole little bit. But um Taylor Twelman posted the clip with ruining soccer one day at a time, Ted Lasso with a winky face, <laughs> which I love. So continuing from our conversation last week yeah. about uh, 
Jim Curtin's comments and uh, um, <laughs> Taylor Fellman kind of refuting that he's keeping it up. Um, apparently, apparently, Alexi Lawless agrees with Taylor Fellman oh, as well, okay. which is shocking. Um, but we'll we'll talk about Taylor because I I, I can't talk about Alexi. Um, so I just I found that uh, pretty interesting that he was he's keeping That's that pretty going. Good. That's pretty good. So um, yeah. Yeah, that was that was a funny little uh, press conference. You know, th- that group does a good job. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, they really do. And it'd be, it'd be fair. I mean, his, you know, maybe we'll post a link uh, mm-hmm. to the video on our when we post uh, this this week's episode on YouTube. Um, but he does make a quite a good argument about, you know, the rest of the world coming to Kansas City and they're going to meet the people and particularly the food. Exactly. And, uh, so that's that's going to be. You know, while the people are truly the ambassadors, um, the barbecue is also going to do a quite a good job of right. And then, and then, even the larger issue of the cast of Ted Lasso is at the White House. Well, true. You know, so yep. Um, you know, soccer is just nothing, uh, I guess. Which you know, I mean, I know he's just poking fun, kind of having fun with it. Nobody is taking anybody to any huge task here. But so, what are you saying? Um, uh, lasso beard 2024 <laughs> no i was i was trying to circle it back around to curtin's argument about uh the show setting uh american soccer coaching back yeah uh, i gotta and- wonder if jim expected his comment about ted lasso to actually bring as much discussion as it appears to have done and, yeah and, but, you know gonna go with no on i don't that. i agree I don't yeah and I still have nothing but love for for him, but I I do disagree on that point. So, yeah. there you go. Um, yeah, but about about uh, Glesnitz, that's pretty exciting because you know he's twenty eight now. That'll lock him up through twenty twenty five. So he'll be thirty or, or twenty yeah twenty twenty five. I'll be that'll be the year he turns thirty with an option for the year that he's thirty one. Which in defenders, I mean that's. That's that's definitely towards the end of his peak years, but you know it. It certainly you know defenders can play for a while, you know, and so it, it's it's good news for the union, you know, if they do have, end up getting somebody, you know, some teams coming in with interest for Glassness, they'll have a a nice contract they'll be able to sell on, so it could be could be a good bit of business. This yeah. is of course assuming nothing. Uh... Uh, in the vein of deadliest catch happens to him in the off seasons. He does um, <laughs> fish for, for his family yeah, um, in the off fishing. season, commercial fishing in um, <laughs> in his home country. So, uh, you know, hopefully he doesn't go overboard. Well, maybe they added that statement to his new contract that <laughs> yeah. he's no longer allowed to do commercial fishing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, can't um pilot your own plane and hope to get your life insurance and uh yeah. Yeah. So anyway. As far as other news, we already talked about the go- uh, the call-ups for the others. Mm-hmm. I don't have any update on Blake other than, you know, Curtin in his one press interview did already talk th- you know, mention that it was a grade 1 adductor strain like like Christy had found last week. Yeah. Um, so hopefully that means he's like a four week injury and then back. But uh, yeah, I mean, Eric, you want to share the other big piece of news that came out today? Yeah. So um, the MLS all-star game uh, is going to be taking place uh, July 19th and the MLS all-stars will be facing uh, Arsenal in uh, 
uh, Audi Field and in, in DC. That's going to be big. That's going to be pretty awesome. Um, I mean, Arsenal is top of the top of the Premier League, I believe, at the moment. Um, you know, they're 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 doing very very well this season. They've been playing really great soccer. Um, I was actually just watching this last week's Arsenal game uh, before we got on to do this recording because I hadn't watched it on the weekends, and you know, they're just. They're just looking smooth and confident, powerful, um, and now they're coming to the to, to take on MLS. Granted, it will be their their preseason, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I believe there's they are are they number one? Yeah, they're sitting they're sitting top of the table. Um, I don't that. know that MLS has ever held a uh, All Star game against a league leading. Um, overseas competition well didn't we wasn't the whole pep guardiola um uh porter uh fiasco when the all-star team played in portland and i think we played bayern munich right that's when uh um was that when pep Pep guardiola was was managing the team and i remember i think we won that game and i liked how we played we played to win we played physical and I just remember Pep just not liking the fact that we were taking it to his players during their, you know, their off season. And I remember after the game, Pep like refused to shake uh, Caleb Porter's hand. And uh, <laughs> he kind of, you know, he was not very happy. He, you know, the, the optics of his behavior wasn't very flattering. Um, but, you know, I was very happy with how the all-stars played and I particularly how, Caleb Porter just handled himself with, uh, you know, Pep Guardiola. It's like, all right, if you're not going to shake hands, well, you know, have a safe flight back to Europe. Yeah. On top of it all, they made him wear flannel. So they, that was part of it. Made who wear flannel? Pep. He was in a flannel shirt for that game. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, so MLS is going to host Arsenal yes. for the All-Star game in D.C. I mean, it's almost tempting to go down to D.C. It's not that far a drive. It's not that far of a drive. It is a, it is a Wednesday, but. Uh, July 19th, Wednesday. Well, just, All right. Take yeah. a long weekend, maybe. Very maybe. long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There might be other sports things going on. But, uh, but yeah, definitely something to consider. I, I'm, I'm. Paul, when you shared that news this evening, I was super uh, happy to hear that it's going to be against Arsenal. And it would be nice to see the new field because the last time we went, they were still playing oh, at RFK. RFK, yeah. Which was not a great place. Which was the giant stadium of DC. Yeah, it's just a, exactly. a bowl of holding in hot air. And uh, I mean, it was a fun game. And it was a New England Revolution. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. I mean, Moreno, I think, was still yeah. with DC at the mm-hmm. time, um, dating ourselves here. But um, yeah, anyway, this all-star game, um, I think it's great news. Definitely looking forward to it. If we can make it, um, we'll let you know and you can come out and say hi. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's see, we covered, I think, everything. Is there any other Apple TV uh, Venom we want to get out before uh, we call it a podcast for this no, week? No, I think I finally calmed down. So maybe it's best if we don't rile me up again because <laughs> yeah. I won't be able to sleep. This podcast is serving as Apple TV therapy. Pretty Just got to talk it out. Talk it out, baby. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I, mean, I think that's all signing. That's all the news for now. We'll have to see what happens with regards to, you know, lineups and everything for this coming weekend. 
Uh, we've all shared our predictions, and I, you know, it's all looking like it should be a good game against uh, Orlando. Hopefully, I haven't checked the weather, but I'm going to check that right now. Hopefully, mm. that, that will be more hospitable than yeah. uh, last time they they played in. in Although, <laughs> unless. unless. Um, it'd be interesting because I know when we went down to never mind, that was Miami. Sorry, I'm getting my Florida cities mixed up. But I know when we played Miami, there was concern about you know coming from Pennsylvania going that far south and the hotter, more humid temperature. So I'm kind of hopeful that we want a nice maybe 50 degrees just when those Orlando players come up and uh they're not you know as acclimated to the cold um as we are, and maybe that gives us an advantage. I don't know. Well, it should be the high that day is around 55 or so, but there's a chance of thunderstorms. So, uh, of course. Um, you know, That's right, because it is the end times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've been to a couple of games that have had thunder thunder and lightning delays, and, and you know, you go stand under the concourse for a while and and uh, just wait it out for 25, 30 minutes and, and then hopefully get back to it. I think that's it for for this week. Thanks for listening to our Crapple TV, um, you know, <laughs> um, what you might call it, therapy special, session, special Crapple um, TV episode. Yeah, uh, thank you all for for listening, for tuning in. You can find us still on YouTube. Eric, you and I need to get back together and figure out how we can get this up on on the regular podcast. Uh, at least the audio get up on the podcast. Um, yeah, if you want to reach out to us, our email address is amorephillyunion at gmail.com. Twitter, you can follow us at amorephillyu. And Instagram is amorephillyunion. Please, you know, reach out to us, tag us, you know, say hey. Um, and, and you know, follow us if you feel like it. We'd, yeah. we'd love to get the numbers up and and, and yeah. get some involvement. If you and have we'll, any feedback on how things are going, we'll be glad to share it. Yeah, and we'll follow you back or absolutely hashtag you back or whatever the kids say. <laughs> That's why I do the socials. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and thank you for that, Christy. Yeah, saving, saving Eric's my sanity by not making yeah. it on social media any more than we have to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so this is a more Philly Union for this week. I'm Paul. I'm C. I'm Eric. We'll talk to you next week. Go Union. Bye.